Welcome back to Ryan and Brian's Bible Bistro. I'm Ryan. Hey, and I'm Brian. And this is the Bible Bistro. <laughs> you Coming forgot to give me a cue on that one. I, I, I need to work on the harmony on that one. So. <laughs> uh, well, I just, you know, I'm just freestyling as I do this, you know, man. So I don't know. I can't be contained by a melody and a yeah, harmony. Well, you know, my freestyle days are over. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Mine, I'm mine's more Peta style now. <laughs> I, I'm close enough for jazz. I'm the Thelonious Monk of the oh, Bible dude, Bistro intro. Oh, started. Like, yeah. Well, wait, because you want to talk about Thelonious Monk Well, all day. I mean, we could talk about Thelonious Monk all day. I mean, how can you not? But How can we tie it, theology and Thelonious together? You know, speaking of which, did you see the? there's a, a new book that came out? We actually should read that together and talk about it. It's uh, it's on uh, the theology of jazz. It looks pretty cool. The gospel according to jazz, something like that. Yeah, did you see that? I had no idea. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. We'll, we'll, we'll do an episode. <sighs> Stay tuned, dear listeners, for... Uh, <laughs> An this is what everyone's on. here for: is the yeah. theology according to jazz. I'm sure that will be a a really highly anticipated. Mm. Oh, well, it's whatever. like a new blue like jazz, right? No, no. I'm kidding. So anyway, I mean that sorry. was that was an okay book, but um, yeah, I was yeah. We, you were gonna, you're getting ready to say that we were. Um, we are we are back after a break. We took we took kind of a break. We kind of took uh, a break. Kind of an well, unexpected break. An unexpected break. Well, we recorded a bunch because yeah. we're gonna we're gonna talk about. I was sure. away for several were, weeks. Both of us were traveling. Both, both of us were, us were on traveling. The road. You, you I was working. More, you were in a little bit more of a <laughs> lounging. Uh, yeah, you were in a little bit more of an exotic location than I was too. So yes, I was and in the Redneck Riviera, and you were in in Egypt. Yeah, so. and yes, and then we came back. And our schedules did not align. The stars right. did not align. And so well, we took a little bit of a break, we, but that's all right. right. Things are going on. Life happens. Yeah. It, was, it was a difficult. <laughs> but here, <laughs> it, was it was difficult. <laughs> there, yes, it was. Uh, my, car, yes. my car is still on vacation, believe it or not. Decided they wanted some more time in North they Carolina. wanted some more time so. on the East Coast. <laughs> right. Um, so, but we're back. We're yes, here. We're here recording we remote. I'm in Bistro East, and you're in Bistro, Bistro West. West. Yeah, or Bistro Central. We're, I we're guess. making it happen for our adoring fans, yes. coast to coast. Yeah. Here. Well, I've been excited to talk to you about your trip, and uh, you talked. Give me a little bit of an idea, but it sounds like it was a really, really interesting trip. T- tell me. So, give give our listeners a little bit of an idea of where you were. Um, yeah. On, so on this trip, just to recap, if you haven't listened to us in a while, so I went. I was directing a video. Uh, documentary um, in Egypt and Jordan um, with some guys from Appian Media. And so it was kind of a travel journal uh, experience of Mm -hmm. experiencing Egypt and the path that Moses and the Israelites might have taken. Hmm. Uh, So following that whole path and then finishing. So we started in Cairo, uh, looked at some things around there, moved... um, Eventually found our way to the Sinai Peninsula. Went to Mount Sinai, cool. or the the the, the right. historically one of the potential sites, one of potential yeah. sites mm-hmm. of the, yeah. the Mount Sinai, and then we eventually worked our, we worked our way through the desert in mm-hmm. Jordan. Uh, cool. Wadi Rum is the name there, and mm-hmm. then we eventually found our way to Mount Nebo, where Moses would have wow. seen the Promised Land, right. now that he would not be entering himself, right. um, but <laughs> he could go and and see for himself. So it yeah. was two weeks of. Uh, wow. 
craziness. And you're for, for I mean, think most people know this by now. You're a videographer. That's what you yes, do for a living. And so this that, was this was what you were doing as a part of this. Yeah, kind, kind of a documentary series, right? Yeah. Is what so they're, I, what and again, doing. I wasn't holding the camera on this one. I was just directing. But we had okay. a crew of uh, eight from here in the U.S. And then wow. um, we had several. So it was a production. <laughs> it was a bigger production. I mean, it, well, you know, when you get over that, there's a lot that has to happen. Yeah. And then we had, uh, we had to rent equipment, and so we had production assistants, Egyptian mm, production assistants, okay. and Jordanian. So, at any time, we were anywhere from sixteen to twenty-four people wow. moving you know, around. Not, and so, not like you know, six hundred and sixty thousand men, not <laughs> no, counting no, women, I, children. I, I, I'm not, <laughs> I was striking no stones and getting water out of it. I didn't part any waters. I'm not. Uh, I'm not an Exodus director. I'm uh, like a cruise director. So that but, yeah. So yeah. that's cool. So you and we talked to the guys on Appian Media about some of the projects they've done, and they've done some yeah, yeah. really neat stuff out there for free. And this is going to be another. Thing yeah, this that's is upcoming. free. So okay. I mean, it's all crowdsourced. Wow. The funding for it. Wow, that's um, cool. And so I mean, the the whole plan is to make biblically accurate material, um, and then produce it for the church for free and so wow, it doesn't cool. come from any particular church background right um it's not like they're pushing any certain theological position besides like the bible mm-hmm. um and uh just you know trying to <laughs> yeah uh and just trying to tie uh, you know try to tie um helping christians today visualize the the places that are mentioned in okay. scripture and so this one is a little right. different than some of the stuff uh they've done in the past because right. uh, their last project was the seven churches in asia okay. and so there's like very specific sites and they yeah. can go to these ruins and they can right. see specific things and tie it together and so this was a little different because right um you know, this was a lo- before like here, then. Here is <laughs> where know? Moses, you know, left left Egypt. This exactly. is the stone that he stepped into the Red Sea from. You know, right, exactly. And so, a part of this was just trying to make. Um, it was about the experience of traveling through these places and, okay. and seeing uh, seeing what it might have been like, and, and reflections cool. on that. So it was. Um, I was really glad to get out of the Middle East um, <laughs> when I got back. Well, was it was it not an exciting? I mean, was it not? Uh, I mean, kind of a lifetime experience, it, absolutely. right? Absolutely, like you know. I, it was fantastic. I saw right. things that I would never see or experience <laughs> otherwise. I just right. wouldn't. Sure. I don't. I, sure. You know, we. Um, you know, part of this was not just going tourist style, but kind right. of like okay. we're going to experience Egypt here. Um, okay, and so and you did, and I did. Good. And I'm Good. not going to do part of it again. <laughs> I might do some other parts of it again. The, the next time you go, you're going more to tourist. Is that the oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. it, so I'm just going to say one. I'm just going to talk about one thing because we're okay. going to talk about some of the like the, the biblical things. Sure. But we rode. I, we, we talked about this. I We rode a VIP train. Okay, so as we would say, a VIP train, right. very important. You know, this is like right. sleeper car trains. Okay, and it's an experience I will never forget and not in a good way. <laughs> it was just, it was, it was, uh, hot. It was so uh, hot and, yeah. uh, air conditioner was broke. So it was like 80 degrees. <sighs> We're supposed to be sleeping. And, uh, and, and then, this is so, night. No, this is night. Yeah. Okay. So it's already been baking in the sun all day. Oh, and then they're driving. Uh, I don't think the trains have like gas and brake pedals, like a traditional car, <laughs> um, but they drove it like it did. And so it was like, go real fast, slam on the brakes, go real fast, slam on the brakes. And so on we rode off, it huh? on or off. Uh, and we rode that uh, for 12 hours. Um, wow. It was part of the story. I mean, part of the story yeah, is sure. trying different travel, right. travel ways through Egypt. Uh, is that how, how many people 
Egyptian people were on this. I mean, is this a normal means of transportation for a lot of the Egyptian uh, there, people? So there, uh, this train had more sleeper cars on it, okay. but there were other trains that were there through the station. And um, yes, I mean, the, the Egyptians rode it, but it was they weren't using sleeper cars. I mean, sure. it was just, just pack, uh, kind of packing, packed, in and, yeah. very much packed yeah. in there. And even, you know, our Egyptian crew was like, yeah, this is a last resort. <laughs> really okay yeah okay. well and it, it was um uh so we have a we had a fixer on site there and there and right. the fixer's job is when we're there on site he's supposed to have things lined up yeah he, he was like he was trying to make sure with the producer of it saying like mm-hmm. are you sure you want to ride the train are you sure you want to ride the train and it was like only like an extra 30 dollars a ticket for each of us if we wanted to fly <laughs> Um, because flying yeah, he's, is, he's looking at you guys like, what are you, what are you doing? About? Like you're spending all this money coming over here and you're going to spend an extra $30 a person to ride, ride the plane. Cause the plane is a 30 minute plane ride and the train is a 12 hour train ride where you don't he's eat like, the food. He's like, don't eat the food cause you're going to get sick. And so we're all, we've been out in the heat. We're already gross. Then we're getting on this hot train at night. Don't eat the oh, food. Goodness. He's like, and, what are you? you guys think yeah, he was know. kind of and you know we got off and he's like so how was the vip train guys i mean oh, he, he rode he, with us oh he, oh, he did he was okay there. he thought, was there too he flew and said, no meet no the he should have flown if i were him i would have been like i got see you, you on the train the i'll side. see you at the station um because yeah, if, you, nope. if you make it so. if you if you make it uh, oh, so anyway, wow. it, that was that was one cultural experience well, I'll never have again. You know, and I will say we when we travel, we do like to experience some of the local culture. Yeah, but sometimes you go, you know, it's like, well, maybe I don't need to experience this again. So that's I've, yes. I've had that had that experience. Yeah. So, so, but again, I saw amazing things. We spoke to some cool. amazing people. The people there yeah. were. Uh, very welcoming. Okay. Uh, all of them asked if we would adopt them. Some of them typically, and put them in our luggage. <laughs> and I they kid like you not. It? They were like serious, or uh, I, okay. We were we uh, our last night. One of the last nights we were there, we were right. in Jordan, and we were at a, hotel, a decently nice hotel, and there's a yeah. wedding, and they're coming through, and this wedding's happening, and they're like, they right. want us, they want us there, and this huh. guy comes up and he's like, hey, uh, where are you from? We're like, you know, American. He goes take me with you. He's like standing there with his wife and he's like, take me with you. I can fit in your luggage. And I'm wow. like, okay. Wow. Here we are. Just because there's dif- dif- difficult things going on there in Egypt and stuff. Yeah, I, I mean... Poverty. It, and, yeah, okay. po- poverty. I mean, it, Egypt is... Um, it's a country that's torn. So we, one of the interviews we did the very first day, and we'll, we'll get into mm-hmm. this. So when we were Cairo, yeah. we talked we talk to this uh, young girl. And when I say young girl, she's in her 20s. Uh, she was a, a, like a reporter there. And we said, you know, tell right. us about Cairo. And she's like, well, which one? Mm-hmm. You know, and it, there's, oh, okay. there's, there's okay. ancient and there's modern. You know, right. there's secular and religious. There's, mm-hmm. you know, like it's this country that's trying to find itself okay. in a certain way. And so there, there's different economic like there's mm-hmm. higher level yeah. economics and yeah i mean because I, you know. I was thinking about you remember when we had our friend um uh, josh sharif on and mm-hmm. and uh you know of course he had a probably a completely different kind of experience different cultural yeah. experience than i did yes yeah but it'd be interesting to talk to him about it sometime that'd be that'd be yeah, interesting absolutely. to hear you guys so talk it about was that. you know when, when i before i even got over there i was you know and it's one of those things as a production crew i mean we were obviously very visible right uh, we had police that were with us everywhere we went right with fully automatic weapons which was interesting yeah also yeah. um but it was you know it, everybody was just very welcoming everywhere cool. we went we we stopped along the side road there was a family making like a, a bread for the 
family in this very oh, kind of cool. ancient traditional wow. oven that they had out there. And they, you know, they're so, so glad we we're there and gave us bread and like brought out this okay. cheese. And like, I mean, it was very, that's cool. Um, I, I, I will say this. It was very community oriented. You know what I mean? Like mm, it was very okay. much to take care of each other. You felt welcomed in that. Kind of Absolutely. Stuff, so. Yeah. That's so cool. it was that's great in cool. that way. Well, um, t- tell me a couple things then. Uh, so, so give me some idea of some of the sites that you saw that you thought were just really, you know, interesting that, you mm-hmm. know, and I don't know how much you can tell us, you know, about. Yeah. What, I don't want to give away too much. Yeah, Cause some of it's going to come out in the video. Yeah. You know, <laughs> spill the beans. <laughs> um, <laughs> So when we got there, we spent a couple days in Cairo. Um, And so Cairo for us was, again, it was just trying to figure out what what was Egypt like today? Mm, you know what I mean? And, okay. and get a sense of it today. So Cairo has 20 million people in it. Holy so it's, cow, right? it's huge. Um, and it's, what's, you that know, equi- it's a, what's that equivalent to in the U.S.? Is that like, I'm trying to think what cities that Chicago's size Chicago's got is. like, what, 6 million? Is, I thought it was more than that. Okay. Wow. Okay. I don't I don't know. But it's 20 big. Million, that's big, yeah. It's a big yeah. city. I'm, I'm Googling every right now has, population e- of Chicago. Yeah. So every building has rebar sticking out of the top of it so they can just build on top. Right. So they can just attach right. to the next level and go up. Um and so that was uh I mean, it was busy, packed streets, lots right. of I mean, like life at all hours there. Um dogs and cats everywhere. <laughs> right. So, right. so, I mean, it, it didn't have a lot of biblical significance, oh, but we wanted, to, we wanted to get a sense of... Yeah. This uh, population of Chicago is 2.697 million. Can that be possible? Well, right? add the suburbs in there. It's just, oh, okay. you know... Okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, Chicago proper. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, so, so it's a huge... We, you're saying it's a huge city. It's this huge. Is a big city. Okay. Absolutely huge city. Um, and there, you know, they have car lanes, but there's... No one follows them. I mean, it's just, it's a free for all, you know, traffic wise. But so that that was really interesting to experience that. And while we were there, we went to Giza and we saw the Great Pyramids, uh, which was very interesting, of course. You know, that's, this is what you're going to see. Now, what that has to do with Moses is, you know, um, not a whole lot. We didn't do a lot, we didn't do a lot of filming there or right. any filming there, partly because it was an earlier dynasty. Um, but, to, you know, we talked about part of the group is, you know, if you're an uh, Israelite slave, like you go to bed mm. and you wake up in the shadow of these great pyramids, you know, wow. that had s- spiritual significance to, right. to the Egyptians. And so right. we got to go into one of the pyramids, which... Another one of those experiences I'll never do again. Um, really? It was very int- well, I, well, I mean, I've always thought that. You know, as I was a kid, that's something I would really. What was it? Well, did you see a mummy or something? Or you're well, kind of scared, scared off by the spirit of no, Tutankhamun? No, I mean, or? I almost died in there. But uh, oh, really, well, well, part of it is. Um, was so, it kind of an Indiana Jones thing, or it was kind of an Indiana Jones thing for me? For me, I'm not a small. I'm not a small cat. Okay, that's I'm like true. You're six tall. four. You're, I'm you're six very four. tall. Big frame. And uh, apparently these these Egyptians who built these huge monumental <laughs> structures could not dig a tunnel bigger than four foot by four foot square <laughs> to get into them. Right. So it was uh, it, it was a wild experience to, okay. to go so into. So you're kind of been over most of the time. I was been over most of the time, yeah, over yeah, most yeah, of the time okay. for like a hundred meter, not a hundred wow. meters, like forty meters into this place, and it was it was rough. But okay. also early dynasty there's no hieroglyphs on the walls inside so this is there was nothing plain, there was nothing huh? it was just like plain it's like a, you walk in you went through this 
You're physically dying. You're in a room that's really hot. There's nothing on the walls, and then there's just a stone sarcophagus. Okay, no these mummy. Are, these are your these are your travel tips from Ryan Sarver. If you going think you're going to sleep, no. But wait, here's the thing: we okay. went into the the not the Great Pyramid, but the the one that was his sons. Now okay. I've heard the Great Pyramid is much more impressive to go into. Really, um, but okay. we went in the sons. So. Okay. That's a tr- that's a hot hot travel tip for you. <laughs> Don't go in the suns unless yeah. you like being squeezed in half okay. and walking down. Anyway, and not so see anything that, when you get there. So. You not see anything when you get there. So we saw the Sphinx as well. So okay. you know it was part of it for us while we were there. It's just to get a sense of what is Egypt like, you know. Right. And it, again, it was this. You know, the call to prayer is coming out. You know, this is before, you know, yeah. the pyramids are built before Islam has come through and so right, forth. Right. Or Islam is even a thing. Right. Um, but, you know, it's 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 this weird dichotomy that you're hearing the call to prayer constantly sure. and you're in like these other religious things. And so it's just it's this weird mashup of hmm. of what's going on there. And okay. in Cairo, so like kind but, of ancient religion and then the more uh, recent right. religions. And that kind yeah. Of thing. And, and it's an ancient religion that that they're embracing, at least from hmm. a financial standpoint. You know what I mean? Like it's right. a very much it's okay. a celebrated ancient religion. OK. Um, but that that uh, but. Islam is much is much more uh, the driving sure, faith sure. there at the time. So mm-hmm. that was really interesting. Um, and one of the things that we did over there, we also went on the Nile. Now, this was really oh, interesting. Cool. So um, part of the thing when we're getting ready to shoot is it takes us a while to get set up. You right. know, like we're, 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 we're um, nothing happens quickly, partly because yeah. it's Egypt and we have these Egyptian PAs and t- sure. translating English to, you know, to a... Um, uh, language translation, but while we were waiting, there was a a man that was kind of waiting up, uh, not waiting. He was making coffee. Like he okay. sits up there, and this guy has made coffee um, on the street. I mean, this is very much like on the street making right. coffee, and this is like a very traditional thing. Everybody's kind of got like a little spot along the street to sure. do something, and he had made um, coffee there for thirty years. Over thirty wow, years, holy cow! And uh, we started talking to him, and and you know the Nile's right there, and we start talking right. to him about the Nile. And this is something that we, we all found really interesting: is he was just talking about like how the Nile is life, like the mm, Nile is like the okay. spirit of of Egypt. It bring wow. you know like it's it's bringing physical life, and it's a spiritual right. life, and it's it's everything. And then at one point he. He said, I'll go, I'll go get a drink of it. And he got this cup and then we're like, no, 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 no. It's dirty. You're like, no, right. you know, you don't need to do this right. for us. But I mean, it, I mean, it was for him his way to say like, it was, it was so much life. Yeah. And then at one point we also rode on a boat, like a traditional, they called a, 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 a flecka, flecka, huh, flecka okay. boat. Uh, it's a, a sailboat. And we, we spoke to the, uh, uh, the captain, uh, uh, that was, um, in charge of that boat, and we talked about the Nile again, and it was life. It was huh, life. You know, like the, the, the Nile was held such a special value. And then for our purposes, as we're creating this documentary, it's also, well, the Nile was also death for the Israelites. Right. You know sure. what I mean? It was this. It's where the, um, the, the Hebrew babies were supposed to Hebrew be Hebrew babies, and, yeah. You yeah. know, this is how Moses got in the, got in the water. Right. Um, is just like, it was this thing that for them, and hmm. I think, you know, as we know from ancient religion, it, it was it was worshipped as well. But it was sure. this thing that was bringing life to the Egyptians, but it was right. also the bringer of, of death to the Hebrews. You know, I think we've talked about this before. You, you know, I, a lot of times when I'm talking about this, people picture Egypt just desert. And, and let me ask you, was there vegetation and growth along the Nile? Could you see the yeah. difference? So in- this is, I mean, the, yeah. I mean, this is one thing that really uh, kind of blew us away. So like even... Giza, which is a, okay. I'm going to say a suburb of of Cairo. Okay, 
it, it, it's like green and it's like right. there's green stuff around all that stuff and then you get to Giza and it's almost like whoop water got shut off yeah. and it's desert like the pyramids right. are in desert but then it's like it's this it's like this oasis of of desert right. out there and so I mean it's it's very stark sure. as you get off of the river you can see this I I do this when I when I teach about Egypt and 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 the importance of the Nile River for the for the agriculture there because the flooding of the Nile is what what makes it possible to grow crops there and in the ancient world and even I think to a certain extent today Egypt is the breadbasket of the of the Mediterranean world Absolutely. they would grow wheat and they would they would have bread and stuff and, and if you look at satellite photos of this part of the world, you can see the Nile River Delta from satellites. So it's completely surrounded yeah. by I desert. Mean, it, 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 it's almost lushness. like a, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, I can see where the water stops. Yeah. Yep. You know, it, and, so. it, and it really goes from vegetation to desert very, well, interesting. very quickly. Because like I said, I've always, you know, just for me from satellite photos, I've looked at that. But it's interesting that you saw that there in, in person. That's great. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So, so we did that, and then we went to a, a place called Tel El Daba, okay. which is about uh, three hours north, um, which is an adventure north from Cairo. You're north saying. of Cairo, kind of northeast okay. of Cairo. Okay. Um, so, so that would again, be toward, you know, help me out. So that's toward like where got today the Gaza Strip we would call it. it would be it'd yeah, be not not that far east, but okay. north, kind of north northeast. Yeah, but in so, the direction of Israel and Gaza and that yeah, kind of thing. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Uh, so we went up there, um, and the reason we went up there is there's been some excavation because I think one of this is uh, for those who uh, th- th- there's been a lot of. You know, where's the archaeology of mm. the Hebrews? Where, where's the archaeology right, of, the of the Exodus? At? And that, of the that Exodus. Kind of where's right, it at? Right. And so at Tel Adaba, there's been this excavation there. And what they've noticed is they've pulled some of the stuff out is from the Middle Kingdom. So this is like okay. 1500 BC or okay. so forth. Uh, this has also been like the, also known as Avaris, like a, a major city uh, huh. of okay. Egypt. And as they've dug up, what they've noticed and they've found is that there is a blending of Egyptian and like Syrian and Canaanite built hmm, like buildings okay. and structures. Okay. Um, and it's kind of going, well, how did that get here? You uh, know, it's, so, okay, it's one of those sure. things. And so there's been other things. And then there's a statue, we, which we didn't get to see, that they found out, that they've pulled out. Um, and it's been a statue that it has, I mean, there's lots of archaeologists looking at this, that right. has the features of someone that would have not been Egyptian, but they think hmm. it might have been joseph really um, a statue like because okay. you know he was such a had a high place and they're sure. thinking this might have been a, a cluster of hebrews up in this area huh. uh and so the the, the the housing the the buildings and all that stuff have this kind of canaanite it's a wow. blending of the two cultures there okay. and if i'm not mistaken i could be mistaken here i believe they found some like early Canaanite Semitic language stuff, really? like written on okay. some pottery stuff there. So, of course, you know that you know, again, as, from a biblical standpoint, we see Joseph and his family coming down. You know, Jacob and his family coming down after Joseph has this really profound effect. Yeah, and the Bible says is made second in charge of all of all of Egypt during that period of time. So the yeah, the question is, where do we see this? You know, historically. Yeah, and it, I mean, it was it was a tall. I mean, it would have been a very hmm. um, from from what I've from what we've read is it would have been very. Um, unusual to have a statue of someone like this that wasn't okay. very important, but the huh. features of the statue do not match wow. traditional uh, pharaonic, pharaoh, pharaoh-esque sure. features. Okay. So um, there's some thought that this is potentially, you know, been a Joseph Hebrew colony at, there huh. in Egypt. So we went up there and shot some stuff. It was really interesting. Um, 
Egypt is an interesting place. I mean, obviously, you're living ancient history is all around you, right. and so it's just like, oh, we stopped here, and now the grass is growing. Um, you know, because they're <laughs> oh, they digging, every, digging. They just stopped digging, and so the grass started growing here because it wasn't full desert. And but I mean, there's walls. I mean, you're, we were in the structures. I mean, there, right. you could see the ancient walls there, and you're kind of right. going, how old are these? These walls are. 3,500, 4,000 wow. years old yeah, yeah. and you're walking in these structures and you can walk up on the walls and so forth. And wow. so, um, it what was kind really, of what were they built out of? Is it kind of brick or was it, it was kind of like a, stone? like a stone, okay. stone mortar, you know, kind okay. of layered up there. I mean, you could go up and pull, I mean, it was just weird cause you could go up yeah. and just touch it and like, Oh, I want a piece of this wall from <laughs> 4,000 years ago. Although I think you're really not supposed to do that. I don't think you're supposed <laughs> yeah. to do that, but I'm going to tell you, but there's nobody, there's nobody there's, watching you. Huh? There's no one. Wa- I mean, a- right. again, like we pulled up to this and it is, um, it, you know, like there's a school. We can hear school children over here. And I mean, it's just like it's like wow. a regular field out behind huh. someone's house. And you're like, what's going on here? And you're like, oh, right. wait, there's a 4000 year old wall that would have been wow. structures here and so forth. So uh, we did that one day, which was really um, this is a really, really interesting, that interesting, interesting. Thing. Tell me the name of that again was tell tell El Daba. T.E.L. And then E L dash D A B A. And tell we'll go most of our listeners know this, but tell is 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 basically the name for these mounds. They're they're not they're not naturally occurring hills. They're they refer to this idea that there was um, habitation there mm-hmm. for 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 generations, and so it builds up basically as as houses are destroyed or they build one on top of the other. This kind of thing, it builds up these mounds, and that's where a lot of that's where the archaeologists could tell here's a place to dig because this was a place where there's been a long period of time where there's been people living. That's what those that's what the word tell means really, and you, you'll see um, you know that that word is used all over the 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 Middle East and Near East. Um, uh, in in reference to these places, long long time city of habitation there basically. So yeah, interesting. So we did that, and then we took a train, the train, uh, down to uh, <laughs> the one you've already talked about, the the, the, the VIP, the VIP train, <laughs> down to. Uh, <laughs> PTSD. Um, uh, there was uh, there were so many things I can't even talk about. Um, I just can't. I, I guess can't. we should have a have a, a uh, another deep recording. Cut. All, yeah, all for our patrons. For patrons. patrons. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Patrons can, is the chance. If, Sign if up, everybody. The, if you want the stories that, you, that Ryan can't tell on for public well, consumption. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the crew and I have talked about making a podcast that's like deep, deep, deep cut. Just Only, for yourselves. <laughs> well, for ourselves and maybe a few trusted about what really happened in Egypt. Oh, my. Uh, so. Anyway, so <laughs> then we took a train um, down to, to Luxor, which is okay. where the Valley of the Kings is. So right. This is like what I would think is where you would, the classic okay. Egyptian culture. So this is where King Tutankhamun's okay. tomb was found in the Valley of the Kings. Um, we didn't go to any of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we... <laughs> We went it's to wrong the, time. Is it wrong time period? Is that what what the idea is? Or is uh, it just, we just but, didn't have a lot of time. I mean, okay. part of the thing was is we didn't. We wanted to establish the gods of Egypt, but we, you know, the focus right. was not the gods of Egypt and, right. and the okay. pharaohs. So we, um, but in this region, we also went to the temple of Karnak. So or okay. a Karnak temple, which is um, a temple that was built to Amun Ra, the god of okay. the sun, the sun god. Yeah. 
And so we had an Egyptologist join us who was fantastic. I mean, this huh, is this okay. is a guy. He uh, had done stuff for National Geographic, wow. written some books, had a PhD in this. And this is the kind you of remember, guy. Remember his name or? Uh, Muhammad. Oh, sorry, I don't know. <laughs> Not nice uh, to put you on the spot. Sorry. Yeah. yeah don't don't do that, Brian. <laughs> Listen, I just gotten I'm off a train. I'm not you, remembering Ryan. anything. I missed you, Ryan. Stop. I've missed my whipping boy. <laughs> wow, uh, do I sound that old? Yeah, I, I, suddenly, I suddenly came came across as uh, as Mr. Burns or the what's what's the name of the guy the the bank guy at on uh, It's a Wonderful Life. That's one. Uh, oh, Gotcha. I'm anyway, sure our, 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 our listeners it, are shout. Our listeners are shouting at the uh, at their listening uh, device right cratchit, now. Cratchit, Cratchit, Cratchit. Well, no, I don't that's know. A different, that's a different <laughs> Christmas thing. So, oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yes. So the Egyptologist anyway, was really interesting there at the, at the temple of the temple of Karnak for the those who, Karnak, are, who remember, so, <laughs> which is huge. Again, okay. like nothing in Egypt is small. Um, but it's what, what's really interesting about this place is, is we met with him, and I, I don't want to give away too much here, but it's okay. this whole balance of light and dark. And this mm. temple was built very intentionally. And so at the winter solstice, the sun comes up perfectly, like wow. where this thing is, and it just bathes this whole very long hallway in light. And this huh. is when people came to worship. And wow, it was about, it was this combination of light and Oh, because the sun, dark. you know, the sun. The sun and this is when the sun's the, coming the, back and the that sun's kind of thing. coming yeah. up and the angle that it comes up, they've wow. lined this temple up perfectly. So when it comes up, the sun is low in the sky and it just shoots right through wow. the middle of this temple. Huh. Un it was unbelievable. But what's interesting, and I let me back up. Before okay. we went to this this temple, before we went to the temple of Karnak, we did some traditional uh, brick making. Huh. Uh, so like the like the the Hebrews would have done. Right. So you know, that was is, that was the whole thing. You know, in uh, Exodus chapter two, you have Moses watching them at their hard labor, and the uh -huh. you know then in chapter three when he asked for them to 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 be forgiven for from work in order to go worship, the Pharaoh makes it even more difficult for them. Right? Yes. So, so they have to gather their own straw and this kind of mm -hmm. thing. So so we went and we had a little bit of experience there. So I mean, again, this That's is intense cool. manual labor, sort huh. of making these bricks and they're still making bricks the same way. And one of the interview really? questions we, yeah. The same way as they did in, in same way. you're talking about like 15th century, you know. Same wow. way. Um, out of the mud, you know, so, I mean, they talked to like, here's the mud. They've got the hose running. They're putting some water on it. And then they're throwing straw over the top oh, of it. Oh, wow. And they're mixing it with sand. And then there's guys in there like digging up these big pieces of mud and they're trying to get the rocks out. I'll get all the pebbles out. And then this guy's over here huh. and they've got this form and they're they're basically squatting on the ground all day, making these forms and laying them out. Wow. And then they just lay them out in the sun. And that, and that so, bakes them. That bakes, that bakes them. Hard. Yeah. Huh. And then there, there was this old crotchety i mean th this is not this is not a tourist site right okay, this this right. So we were like deep in egypt at this okay. point this okay. crotchety truck comes up and i mean and there's kids there and they're throwing bricks up there i mean they're loading up to go build Holy with cow. this stuff they're, and they're building I mean, houses and building like like absolutely all, all kinds of stuff with it huh yeah. wow today well, what, you're saying this is today, this is a current today this, this is, is a current, current this is a wow. business today now there are That's places amazing. that make them machine made bricks but this sure. is like in this region the they're, st they're still yeah. doing it the old way they're still wow. making bricks by hand what? with mud with water so with you said straw. it was labor intensive anything else you noticed about it that you thought was was particularly interesting or just uh, it's, well it smelled <laughs> oh, because of the mud and, and all that kind of stuff. Mud. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> animals, donkeys. Uh, okay. I mean, it was just. Okay. I mean, it was, and and uh, as 
it's true. Egypt is a hot place. Like it right. is very hot, and we got there middle, of, uh, you know, middle of the day. And I mean, it, this is like hard, labor intense. Are, are they working quickly? Is it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they've got it down to a, a science. Okay. I mean, they well, know so how I, to do it. I was thinking about the whole quota. You know, they, t- you know, that was again in the Exodus, the whole idea that you, this is your quota. You need to have this many every day. You know, and that kind of thing. Huh, but I mean, it, it is just watching these. I mean, they're up to their, yeah. you know, the thighs in mud. And I mean, he's reaching down and getting this big armful and he's just digging, trying to find rocks and pebbles. And there's three or four guys over there doing it. And I mean, they do have a quota. We didn't ask, but I mean, they they knew how to do it. I mean, but this is this. This is their job every day. Right. Every day is to come in there and make. And we had two guys making these mud bricks and they just did row after row. And I mean, these guys are literally squatting down on the ground all day. Wow. And they're all covered in mud. I mean, it's, right. this is this is it's dirty, yeah. it's hot, it's labor it's intensive. Um, the, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it, um, yeah, that's it's very something. interesting. Yeah. So anyway, they're still making, but that kind of ties back to the the Karnak Temple. Yeah. Is when you go in there, there is they don't know exactly what it is. Some of it think it's a ramp or it's something else that was there but it is still using those bricks huh so okay. there is the you know there's the classic uh kind of limestone where everything you know the, the right the, the, you know the beautiful material but then you go inside and there's still stuff that so they don't know if it was used to help facilitate the building you know uh, like this would have been okay. used to facilitate the building they also right. are saying like but but again like the 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 egyptologist was saying like there's some signs that maybe there's something semitic like like jews would have had something and they wouldn't right. be jews yet right but but the hebrew people would yeah. have had yeah. something here so I, that was really interesting you know you, you go in there there's still these still these ancient bricks and they're still there even though they're mud and straw because it doesn't rain like it's hot right the right, is right. Out. yeah so and, and you're just in it. right huh. um but I, I i think one of the most interesting things for me is is he took us into the Holy of Holies. And so, again, remember, this is a temple. This is where worship is happening uh-huh. uh, to, to uh, Amun-Ra. And, you know, they had this Holy of Holies. So remember, it's all about light. But in the Holy of Holies, it's dark. And when the sun comes up on this, in the, or the sun comes up in the winter solstice, it gets illuminated. Huh, the way that, okay. um, the, the, but otherwise, it's very dark in there. Huh. And so only the high priest would go in there and he'd offer sacrifices. Right. And they would offer sacrifices of all kinds of animals and so forth, except a ram. Huh. Because a ram was a physical manifestation of Ra. Wow. Okay. So uh, what I loved about our Egyptologist uh, is he was... Um, not only was he's a Muslim, but he right. also knew the Hebrew Bible, and so he said, right. "What what kind of g- brings this connection and what makes this interesting?" He's like, "If you look in Exodus, and I'm going to read it here, Exodus eight twenty six, uh, but Moses said, um, talking about the sacrifices they bring, said that would not be right. The sacrifices we offer the Lord our God would be detestable to the Egyptians, right. and if we offer sacrifices that are detestable in their eyes, will they not stone us?" Um, and so, so this he is talks him about talking like, to Pharaoh, right? Moses is talking yeah. to Pharaoh at this mm-hmm. point. Okay, yeah. So, and then he's saying, "Let us go out and worship in the wilderness." Let him worship kind of out thing. because our sacrifice would be detestable. Because you huh. know, he's also thought is you know, you go back to Abraham and Isaac, and that God wow. provided a ram, a ram. Yeah. as a substitute, and so the Hebrews wow. would have sacrificed rams, which would have been detestable to the Egyptians. Interesting, because huh. it was a physical manifestation of of Ra. 
I've never heard that. That's fascinating. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. So yeah. he he showed us that, and then he took us to, it's called the the Shishak Wall. Okay. Um. You know. And so on. The, this is as opposed to the pyramids, which were early dynasty and didn't have the cool hieroglyphics. <laughs> this had tons of cool hieroglyphics on it. Like okay. it's really cool stuff. They had uh, these huge columns, and you could still see color on them because they were colored. Right. And so again. No rain. Right. It's not washing with this color, but the, you know they're telling the story as well. And so the, they had what took us to uh, the Shishak Wall, which was right. a pharaoh uh, who had had led a campaign against uh, Judah and Jerusalem, right. and that's in like First Kings fourteen, right. like First Kings fourteen and Second Chronicles. Mm-hmm. And so he's showing us, and it talks about the leaders of the tribes and so forth. And, you know, so you, you have this written on this wall in the temple of Karnak. And uh, one of the things that was really interesting that the Egyptologist said to us, he, he's like, you know, there are plenty of people that want to say like, there's no evidence of the Hebrews here or the Hebrew, you know, like all the stuff, but he's like, okay. it's here. It's huh. written on the walls. Right. You know, his, I mean, his whole thing is like, you know, the specifics and so forth. He's like, I'm not, I can't argue with that, but he's like the, the, the the Hebrews being here is they were here to you say know, the, yeah to say that there was no no evidence of this at all uh, is, no, uh, is no evidence at all he's okay. like you know we don't um and, and and you know we talked about like was there evidence of um talking about the plagues and stuff and he's like there's stuff there is there was some he's like you know again Egyptians pharaohs don't like to talk about defeats or right. you know they, they don't usually record that like oh this happened to us and you know we lost but he's like there are things that are written that seem um in other places he's like you know it may not be how we would have described like the bible describes it but there seems to be right. some things that there's some correlation there between the yeah uh, we haven't we haven't talked about this a ton but there's there's uh, a, a way of approaching the Old Testament we could call something like uh, historical minimalism, where basically people saying, "Oh, these are all just stories that are mm-hmm. made up later by the peoples in order to, you know, like the Israelite people in order to explain their their situation, this kind of thing." But um, you know, that that's a historical minimalist saying, "Oh, it just never happened." But what he's saying is, "No, there is definitely evidence here that that something." Again, I can't say the specifics. I can't, you know, mm-hmm. give you that this. That's 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 fascinating. And this is this is like you said, this guy. That's a Muslim, and and uh, yeah. seems like a pretty interesting scholar. Interesting. Uh, he, uh, he was guy. a guy that you you know it was. Uh, you, you just let him go. You know what I mean? Like as a director, you know, just like you just ask him a question, and then it's just like, all right, run the cameras. He's just going. Right. You don't do that with fantastic. me. You don't. You don't let me do that. So well, Brian, sometimes you need a little more direction. We we get That's rants cool, though, about that... the nature of time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh goodness! It was good. It was no. good. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah whatever. The, so anyway. The... We... Yeah, that's cool. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that that sounds really interesting. I'd be I yep. can't so wait to see there, that. We went to uh to Mount Sinai. So Okay. Um and we climbed Mount Sinai or the, right. the, the traditional site. So we sure. had a Bedouin that led us up Mount Sinai. We hiked it really fast um because of some situations, <laughs> which you'll find out in the documentary. Um and we got to we got to be up there for sunset. Oh, and we wow. slept up there. Uh, so we, we recorded some stuff up there. We saw the sun setting over the valley. I mean, it was just oh, wow. beautiful. Now, this is, I mean, when you get in the Sinai Peninsula, we saw Saudi Arabia as we drove. You know what I mean? Like, right. you could see, you're kind of in this right. corner. You could see Saudi Arabia and stuff, but it is desert. Right. Like, we have moved away from the Nile, obviously. Wilderness, yeah. We are wilderness, yeah. wilderness, <laughs> wilderness. Right. Um, and... Um, 
I'm a person who drinks a lot of water. And so <laughs> it was it was one of these places where you started kind of going like you don't leave your mouth open while you're, you know, because you just dry out. I mean, it's just yeah. like you're you're in the desert. You're firmly planted in the desert. And so we climbed out Sinai uh, with some Bedouins. And then what's really interesting on the path, they have like little shops. You can ride a camel up part of it and you can ride a donkey <laughs> up another part. Um, but they've got like convenience stores halfway really? up them. Yeah. So, you, you, I mean, again, there's a lot of backstory here that I'm not going to share, but it, the whole plan is like, you're supposed to walk it like in four, four and a half hours to get to the top. Right. And so you take this leisurely path and it's like, oh, here's Bedouin convenience store number one. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's made, you know, like a, a mud brick thing. But if they got like, oh, you want a Coke? You can buy right. a Coke. You want some water and so forth. And you rest and they'll make you tea. And then you go some, you know, you go right. a little bit more and you do it so you can rest. Um, and then the last part of it is uh, 750 steps up. And okay. they say they call them steps. <laughs> That's what they call them. I don't call them steps. What do you call I them? I mean, it. I call them boulders. You know, it's, <laughs> oh, okay. it, there's not there's nothing steps. That, you know, like we think steps. Like, oh, right. you know, how many inches up? You know, this right. is like, oh, this step is twenty four inches, and this one's six. You know, it's oh, like no. so. It's like it climbing. Just blast right. blast okay. your energy. So anyway, we uh, get to the top, and you're trying to do it because to get the, to get the sunset. Is that what it is? We're you trying need to, to get, get up there, there for okay. sunset. We okay. got delayed because of stuff you'll find out in the documentary <laughs> and uh so we got we got up there we were all blitzed but um got some beautiful shots cool. um it was it was very was, cool to be up there yeah and then you got sunrise the next day then is what you got sunrise yeah, yeah so we oh, it was cool. really cool up there as the sun goes down and i mean it's just like a, a perfect uh I don't know, like a balance teeter totter. Sun goes down, moon comes up on the other side oh, of the valley. Oh wow! Because it was like a, a full moon or something like that. Ninety nine percent full wow. moon. Yeah. Wow. And so it was just like, oh, there's the sun, and oh, here's the moon. And were so there other we people up, up there camping, or just you guys? So at night, there's typically not. Okay. Um, there were there are a couple other people, but again, there's a convenience store up there that they make you food. Um, but we had them. They uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's we not planned, camping like you know you know. Well, uh, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, again, deep cut on a podcast. I can say some other things, um, but they we, the Bedouins made us like this beautiful chicken dinner. Like they grill oh, over charcoal nice. up there. Oh, cool. We had this great meal, and then we pulled out these mats and had camel hair blankets that we slept under the moon for that night. Wow. And so, but in the morning there are tons of people up there because it's like right. a popular thing, sure, uh, to be up there. So you know we're trying to sleep in it. 3 a.m., 4 a.m., there's people flapping their jaws. Anyway, <laughs> coming up, I guess they can do that. Um, so uh, we, we did that, and we saw the sun come up then. That's it cool. Was, uh, it was really cool. And then yeah. we came down, and we went to a place that we have referenced yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. And it was St. Catherine's Monastery. You know, Saint Ca that, that would be, for me, a place that I would like to see uh, in my life. I would like to go to yeah. St. Catherine's it, Monastery. St. Catherine's Monastery. So, so it where, was, do you remember where we refer where, where did we reference that, Ryan? I, mean, I know you know. but <laughs> We were talking about the Bible right. and finding um, relia the reliability yeah. of Scripture. Uh, because... So I'm going to say, I know his name, Constantine von Tischendorf. And you made fun of me the first time I said that. See, now you know it. No, so. I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of the name. <laughs> I mean, you, you know what I mean? Von like, that's, it's, yeah, I mean, well, that's there's, a there's, perfectly good name. 
yeah, I mean, he's like a, a Dracula Slayer. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Could you okay. see like yeah, Montitian you know. Okay, yeah, or like uh, you know a knight Constantine von Tischendorf, so, yeah, like so in a jousting game. Anyway. So tell him St. Catherine's is the place where what was St. Catherine's Monastery. So again, the whole mountain of Mount Sinai yeah. and St. Catherine's. It's the Bedouins. You know, so the Bedouins kind of led monks early on to the the base of Mount Sinai. Right, and and the these Christian monks established this monastery there. One of the oldest, yeah, one of the oldest yeah. monasteries in the world, and and. Uh, uh, you know, this so when you talk about the traditional side of Mount Sinai, there there's some disagreement on this, and there's some, you know, some states you, in Saudi Arabia, right? If you go to if you go to the History Channel, you'll find all kinds of really interesting things, and and that ancient kind of thing. aliens but, did it, yeah. <laughs> but but this traditional site, you know, Saint Catherine's Monastery has been there a long time, so it has been a place mm. that has been established as a traditional site. You know, this isn't just like in 1940 somebody said, oh, we need some place to send the tourists, but <laughs> but uh, you know, it's an old old site. Um, yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So we saying. we so again we didn't film there, but we had a chance just to go through it quickly. We'd come yeah. down off Mount Sinai. We were exhausted, but I'm like, we got to go in here. Yeah. Partly because I got to take some photos for you. You know, like <laughs> I've been here. I've been inside. <laughs> but uh, well, it was perfect because you went in there. There's a nice little convenience store. They had some lovely ice cream <laughs> and bottles of water for us. Which we did enjoy after I bet. hiking Mount Sinai, which was very intense. Yeah, come um, yeah. So, but then we we went inside, and so you know uh, we saw the burning bush. Um, okay. That they, yeah, it was still nice. very green. Um, for all this time later, Not they had the burning on fire. Bush. Huh? Yeah, uh, and then we got to go inside their their chapel area, okay. um, and the chapel there had was really you know this is Eastern Orthodox. Am, am I correct? Yeah. Eastern Orthodox? Um, yeah, I think so. I, I, I don't think they're know. Eastern Orthodox. That's a good question. No, I, th- I thought it was Roman Catholic, but I, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, well, there may up. be both. Yeah. But, yeah, but th- there were icons. There were plenty of icons inside. Sure. And then well, they had these doors. Door, so. Eastern Orthodox, yeah. I was going to yeah. say icons. Um, but they had these doors in there from uh, Justinian era. So it was like 480. Oh, okay. I mean, they had like, you couldn't, it was like you got into the, the chapel and it was like, no photos <laughs> because really? part of it was the flash. I mean, it was, you couldn't take photos once you, like just inside the, the chapel area there, but it is still a functioning monastery and the monks still do take care of the area. Uh, but they also had, then you could go see the rare documents where they had the, right. they had a page from the Sinaiticus. Sinaiticus, yeah. That, well, you can call it whatever you want. I call yeah, it tell, tell us, tell, tell, <laughs> remind so everyone what it is, what yeah, Constantine so, von Tischendorf so, found. Yeah, so, and, and you're right, it is Eastern Orthodox. I just looked it up. But um, yeah, uh, so Sinaiticus, so, so von Tischendorf's whole thesis was kind of this idea he was looking for very old manuscripts and he, he got to thinking about well you want it's like you said it's very dry there so manuscripts don't survive well in places where there's lots of moisture you know they tend to mold and mildew i mean you, you guys have seen old books or you know when you go into a used bookstore kind of that smell you get but it's, well, it's very that's like, why the dead sea scroll survived <laughs> Exactly. It's the same thing. And and so that was part of it. And then the other thing he was thinking, where have we had a, a community of Christians for a long period of time and, 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 you know, con, on a continuous nature? And so 
St. Catherine's Monastery, he went there looking for old manuscripts, and pretty soon he discovered there were all kinds of really old texts there. And this is you can read his own his own. You know, he gave a report of his own trip there and this kind of thing. Uh, and, you know, some people say you have to take it with a grain of salt, and there's there's some different differing stories on this. But mm-hmm. however it happened, he ended up discovering this um, what we now consider to be the oldest complete manuscript of the New Testament, mostly complete manuscript of the New Testament that we call. Called Codex Sinaiticus. Um, so in your Bibles from time to time, and 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 um, well, you know, I'll just say that Codex, Codex Sinaiticus. And so, so before there was this one called Alexandrinus and and Vaticanus and the, these other old manuscripts. But he said this one's older than than all of them, and and it seems like he was probably right on that based on the 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 way the letters were formed and uh, various other things. But but uh, in your Bibles, when you when you come across this from time some time from time to time in, in modern translations, it bothers people. They'll say, you know, we've talked about this before in John First John three, for example, or in uh, oh now I'm forgetting all the places, but uh, in various places, oh uh, John chapter seven fifty three through eight eleven, for example example it'll have a line there and say oldest and most reliable manuscripts do not contain you know john 7 53 mm, yes. through 11 and that's what it's talking about it's talking about these these ancient codices for the most part um and so you end of mark for uh, mark 16 that kind of thing so so yeah that's really fascinating that, that you know that's why i want to go there and see that is they, it, so they had a ask, page of it there is it worth is it worth going there and seeing is it is it yes okay. I, yeah it is i mean I, I will say this I, again. We toured Egypt and Jordan in a way that was not yeah, your typical for. It, it wasn't to, to, to just enjoy and drink it in. You know what I mean? It was. We had a job. I mean, and we did right. our job, right? Uh, and, and to shoot some stuff, but and uh, you're telling it was, a story, it, telling a particular you're kind of story. story. We yeah. we could have gone. Um, I could have spent some more time. You know, what I mean, some more time there. And you right. know, again, there are there were monks there that would talk to you and lead you through some of these things and show you yeah. and talk to you about that stuff. I mean, there's not like a massive amount to see there, but what, what right. there is to see there is, is worth seeing. Worth seeing. Yeah. Very old. Yeah. Very so that, that ancient. was, that was really cool for me to, you know, to come down and, sure. uh, you know, and, and even you sent us an, you, you sent uh, me an article recently where yeah. they think there's even more ancient texts yep. because as Islam kind of took over the region, uh-huh. They um they became more isolated there at St. Yeah. Catherine's. And so like they started erasing some things on paper on papyrus. Yeah, it's called uh, it's called over. a pamphlet set. It's it's a thing and they yeah, because because it's so valuable, they write over it, yeah, with a different yeah. manuscript. Because they couldn't get stuff you know, mm-hmm. they were kind of isolated. Yeah. And they're finding now with like some new imaging, they're finding some like ancient dead languages yep. that they thought didn't exist on some of these. So it's it's an interesting place. It you is, know, it's yeah. it's it's this beautiful monastery. In a valley right next to a mountain. <laughs> when you talk yeah. about places being unique, I mean, it, it is a unique place. I mean, there is no other place like it. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So well, we, good, we went from there. to experience that. I hope I get to It was. Someday. It was very cool. So from there, we took a, a ferry um, across the Red Sea. Wow. So Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was wow. <laughs> it was wow. <laughs> It was wow. Is the Red Sea pretty? Is it a, a beautiful it is. place? It, it is okay. beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it, it is very beautiful. Yeah. It's a, uh, you know, um, we're on the, you go out on this boat and you can see, you know, both sides of it. I mean, it's, it is a large body of water. You know, sure. it's, uh, it's but it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it was beautiful. So we, we um, saw that and that took us into Jordan then. Okay. So we left Egypt and went into Jordan. And uh, we went to, our first stop was at Wadi Rum, okay. which is, 
wilderness. So, right. you know, part of this was like, this is, we were in like, the, uh, the Sinai Peninsula is very, there's some plain area to it, but I mean, there's a lot of mountain, you know, mountainous right. things. When you get into the, this area of Jordan across the Red Sea, Wadi Rum area, it is, there are mountains, but it is like vast stretches of just sand and desert. You know, okay. you get into these big, and this would have been, I mean, this was, this was as pure of desert as I think, you know, we could have imagined. Okay. Um, and so it was, you know, it's one of these places where um, it's very popular for Hollywood. They shoot movies there. Dune oh, is shot there. Right. And, while and we were uh, out there. Is this Tatooine? Is this the, for Star uh-huh. Wars yes. geeks, this is yes, Tatooine. Star this Wars is where, Tatooine. Uh, and while yeah. we were out there, there were trucks moving stuff out there, getting ready to start Dune 2 no very way. soon. No yeah, way. so we could hear them a distance off constructing the set for right. Dune 2. But yeah. this, again, this is a huge desert. And so we had to have Bedouins. We had to have native people that led us through there. Because one sure. of the things is you can get lost you know, very right. easily. And so, right. um, you know, for me, like, I, I think the most important thing for me in this place is understanding the people's desire. You know, this is, you know, we talked about the Nile you know, right. and the lushness of it. And oh. you get into Wadi Rum. I mean, right. Sinai was difficult. And then you get into this area of this desert and it is dry. And I mean, wow. it's one of these things that, so we got up very early to beat the sun, you know, so we're up, so we're up, we're finding our place. And so by 10, 30 or 11, it's like, we got to get inside. It's <laughs> okay. so hot. We're dressed for this. Everybody's like, get in out of the sun. It's hard to shoot video at that point as well. But we want to get in and rest. And then we're going out as the for getting ready for sunset. So, right. you know, we're using the sun on both sides because it's so hot. The sun is so intense. Okay. And it is, I mean, it is, you get out there, there's no vegetation. Okay. I mean, it is. And, you know, I, I think about the story of people complaining, you know, like, did you bring us out here to die? <laughs> yeah, you brought us out in the I'm, wilderness to die. Yeah, right. And, I, you know, like, for me, when I think of wilderness, I think of trees. You know what I mean? I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Growing right. up. Right. But it's, uh, you're saying there's nothing out there. There's so. nothing. Okay. And and it, there's very little. There, you can't hide from the sun. Mm-hmm. So that is interesting. Because we're always like, why did they want to go back? You know, because take us back to, you know, take us back to Egypt. Wasn't it great when we were there in Egypt and we had yeah. you know anything we wanted to eat and we were you know in, in the shade of the nile and all that's interesting so you're saying the contrast you could really see that uh, it there. was uh, uh, yeah i mean it was okay and i mean it's just i mean just moving through it it's sand <laughs> you know what i mean like walking <laughs> through sand is hard and it's hot <laughs> and, you know and we've had a good breakfast and we've got water and we're in trucks right and you know f- f- you know land rovers and so forth and you're just like get me in the thing and get me back <laughs> you know like get me out of here there's sand people um, out there and it's like- yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> they were everywhere and i'm like i don't have any spare parts um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so it was, uh, um, you know, so we were in Wadi Rum. It was beautiful, but at the right. same time, like, I can enjoy the beauty because I'm in a vehicle. Right. But at the same time, it's like, this is this is a place. <laughs> I had air, well, yeah. Just, yeah, basically, we're right in the back of trucks that were like open air trucks. And so it's just like, oh, the air conditioning is dry faster. Um <laughs> And so, I mean, we're, we're out there. And so, it, but it, it, it drove home to me. Like if I wasn't in yeah. that, if I, I'm just thinking like, if I'm on foot, yeah. if, even if I've got an animal, I'm thinking like, this is my death. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. I can, some of these precipices we went on, beautiful, beautiful. You're just like, this is my death. 
Like right. there's there's nowhere to find water. There's nowhere to to, fi- to find shade. Like it, it was. Um, It'd be terrifying. You know what right. I mean? Uh, yeah. So. If, you, if you've been raised in, and, you know, it's 400 years they were in Egypt. You know, they'd been raised in this kind of context, and all of a sudden they're taken into this new one. Yeah. Yeah. Where they, where they had clean, cleanish water available to them, where right. they had, you know, like, yeah, they had hard labor, but then there was food sure. available yeah. to them. You know, right. it was interesting. Uh, yeah. uh, one of those things. So we, 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 we shot there, and then the next day, which has really not a whole lot to do with uh, Moses, it was kind of a rest day, but we, I made our way to Petra, right? Um, not the band um, with John Schlitt. <laughs> well, we I, you know, since you okay, since you re- referenced old school, then I have to reference old, Keith Green's classic album and song. So you want to go back to Egypt? You know, that's for my my Jesus record people out there. So <laughs> Keith Green, that's a deep cut, dude. So you, it's a classic. We we need to play a little over the over the outro a little. Uh, so you want to go back to Egypt? So oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll see what I can pull off here for us. So we went to Petra, which if you're not familiar with Petra, uh, if you've seen any in the Jones, Jones. Last Crusade, yeah. Last, yeah. Last Crusade, it's where they went in to find the the cup of Christ. Yeah. Um, but it's this beautiful. Um, uh, Facade. I mean, it's a facade that they've right. carved into this rock. This building facade that they've carved into rocks because it doesn't um, really go it, back in there, right? I mean, there's no. Not, it's a room. Yeah, right. It's just like a. It's like a small room. <laughs> like All a, this work, like a cafe. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's right. like a small, nice cafe. Like, right. <laughs> how long did it? T- who planned it? And they then don't who know. Who cut it out? And then it's like, you know what? We this is this is this is this is a callback to earlier in the episode. You built this huge pyramid, and the best <laughs> you can give me is a four foot by four foot shaft to go down into it. And then like you carved this whole facade, and the best you can do is a twelve by fifteen room. Huh. So anyway, this is a little bit of Ryan coming out here. Um, yeah. So, but it was cool, very cool. You know, we went. They, you, we go into this uh, kind of a slot. It's uh, called the, the Valley of the Moon, right? Something like that. Or, or they call, or they call it the Seek. I don't. Okay. I don't. So, okay. um, we did it the American way because we had a lot of work to get done, <laughs> and we rode golf carts down it. So, we rented golf carts. It's pretty cool. <laughs> All these suckers are walking, and we're like, beep, beep, get out of our way. We're important. Uh, get out of our way. Yeah, yeah. look at me. I, I looked real important at that point as I've been washing my clothes in a sink. Um, so we went in there, we saw that, and then we... But I mean, it. so this became um, the capital of Edom at some point. Okay. So Esau, um, they were the second occupiers of this because at some okay. point it just got abandoned. But uh, this also became the, the capital, which is... Uh, an important thing as far as the Israelites' journey with Joshua yeah. and the Edomites, the Edomites and letting them through. The yeah, letting them through. Yeah. yeah, things didn't, you know. So we saw that we we uh, got some cool shots there. Um, you know, it, and again, it's just, it was interesting to see the history of a place and, you know, the people that had lived there and what they had done. We, we climbed up another mountain to see another building or another facade that they had carved and okay. just made a small room in. They called the the monastery. <laughs> what do they know why they did that? Or are they just, there's speculation? I don't know. Don't I, mean, know. Okay. I mean, it's, they, they lived in caves. I mean, so you right. saw there's like a lot of caves up there and then they had tombs, right. you know, like these big, like the tombs were elaborate and so forth. But, uh, these other stuff was just like, oh. hey, bro, you know, you need a room? Let me 
carve out the side of a mountain for you. Very cool. So anyway, so we did that. And then the final thing, and this is, you know, this is the culmination. This is where it was all leading. We went sure. to um, Mount Nebo, which right. is the the mountain um, that Moses was taken up to and saw the promised land. Right. Um, but, you know, he didn't get to, he didn't get to partake in. But it was, you know, that was a really interesting because you could see the Dead Sea right there. You could see Israel. Right. It was a little hazy, but you could see, you know, you're, you're sure. not too far from anything at this point. And so to go, to go up there and... We were there in the dry season, so things were a little bit browner, but you could still see the green again. You know what I mean? Like the huh, green would have come okay. up. They they said if we'd been there at a different season, like the green would have come up so much further. Right. And so just to come out of Petra, to come, which was desert, hot, sure. deserty, to yeah, come out of Wadi Rum, you know, yeah. the wilderness, 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 and then you come up onto Mount Nebo and you look out and it would have been green. There's you know, the, the, the From the wilderness, the promised land. That's from cool. the wilderness, the yeah. promised land. You know, it's... Yeah. Um, going from the the lushness of the Nile and but you know captivity to wandering in the desert because of disobedience right. and then going up to to this mount and finally and and seeing you know mm. th- there is uh, the, the life that they they felt like they had left was in right. was in front of the true life was in front of them right interesting so it was it was a. Uh, that was that when we were up there as the sun was setting and it was just a, you know, that was a cool experience. We were wrapping, I mean, that was it where we wrapped things up there and just to have a few moments up there by ourselves where we weren't worrying about, we'd already captured everything we needed to capture and just to, just to be up there and to think about that experience and hmm. what, what, um, what Moses had been through and what we felt like we had been through. Um, <laughs> but for I mean, 40, not 40 years, right? Not 40 years, but, yeah, you know, it's like, I mean, I felt like this was pretty rough with trains, planes, and automobiles, and, you know, they're yeah, on foot. foot, um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I did it for two weeks, did it for 40 years, but kind of feeling yeah. like um, what, what that moment would have felt like to, to see mm. that plane, to see the okay. valley, to see... Um, to, to, you know, to see see the uh, a life in front of them. Cool. Is that your is that your main takeaway, or is there anything else spiritually or uh, you know biblically it really made you think about? Yeah, I, 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 yeah. You know, I I just you think about the the I reflected on myself as mm, okay. um. Uh, Going through a, de- you know, what I mean, like it, it's one of the that trust that was required, you know, the trust oh, wow. that was needed, okay. um, because you know that that was, I mean, that was really for me, like as we were in Wadi Rum, um, as we were in the desert and we saw the stuff, it's just like yeah. the trust that it required, and that it sometimes it's, um, leading through a desert, you know, what I mean, like sure. there's, you know, that there is something to be led through, um, but it, it, it and then we took. <laughs> That even in the, the, the desert, there the promise is still there. You know what I mean? Right. Like we've talked about that. Like it's the book of Revelation. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like it's you're going to go through these trials or sure. so forth. But kind of going, um, we we taught about. Um, we came back and we teach. Uh, sure. Third and fourth graders, yeah. and uh, it was it was about manna. You know, it was a story about Exodus oh, wow. and manna. Okay. And you know that God only gave him enough manna. For the day, for today, yeah. For today, and like, well, you know, why, why, yeah. why only today? And I'm like, because that is trust. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that is the ultimate trust. Having seen this and experienced this, like, that's yeah. the ultimate trust me moment. And so, right. I think coming, yeah, I mean, just leaving, 
walk, choosing to walk into that and, and thinking to, to, to lead a, a whole, it's one thing for a small group of people to make plans <laughs> right. to go through that, but right. for, a, for a, nation, a nation, for a people, yeah. like there, it requires an act of God. You know what I mean? Like That's I would, like this requires God acting yeah. for this That's to good. happen. This is not, not even just for the Egyptians. Not even if the Egyptians weren't a military power and were chasing right. them, but to move a people through the, these lands, the through, the, through, this, through the wilderness into this. Um, yeah. Well, it makes me know, think of manna differently. Good. I mean, just your description of you know how isolated and desolate and, and, and mm. just out there it is. That's, you, know, you, you don't often picture that when you picture them going out and gathering. Like, again, I've always pictured, them, oh, it's kind of like, you know, shrubs, like gathering ber- berries, that kind of thing. But it's, no, I, I, it's, uh, it's the, the middle you of get the, Again, like Wadi Rum, I, I, I mean, I knew what to expect. I mean, it's sure. like it's like desert. And I mean, it's not like the Sahara where it's just, you know, rolling. Right. You know, we've, we've got mounds and so forth. But like, there is no vegetation here. Like, right. there there is nothing. And, and right. it's, there, there is no shade. There is no. Right. It's and the water. Just, you know, like, there's like no you said, water. The water you from are the exposed. Rock. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and in, for me not to get, you know, I think it's it's always easy for me to get arrogant and think I wouldn't have made those decisions like the Israelites to complain about water. <laughs> right. But I mean, I, I, yeah. I you know, it's, I think it's easy for us to, to feel that way. But right. I mean, I, I, I told our fixers in every country, like, Hey, have cases of water and ask every crew member every 30 minutes if they need water. Right. Cause I mean, we just, it's it dangerous. was just like, yeah. it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happens so fast. And it's just like, now wow. I'm at <laughs> The Egyptians and the Jordanians drink less water than us. They're more adapted to it, but still, like just like what yeah. you that what your needs are, you'd be totally dependent on someone else. Like right. you're, you know, if your truck breaks down, row row, Rorge. So that that was um, cool. That was, uh, yeah, and and just uh, you know the, the, that God is yeah. leading you when it doesn't right. feel like He's leading you. Right. Well, this has been a long episode already, but let me, let me I just got two questions for you. Kind of, in, we're the, we're the bistro, you know, and, and we're all about yeah. the food and the drink. So did you drink the guy's coffee? Did you have any of that coffee or was it? I did not. I'm going to say something. Okay. They have really terrible coffee in Egypt. And really? Really? Okay. That's so, but I will say they do something different. So it's much different than ours. It's weaker typically. Really? Huh. Uh, and the guy's coffee over by the river was like instant coffee. So I'm like, oh, okay. Mm, no. Okay. No, no, no. And it was questionable where the water was coming from. So right. I'm like, well, that was mm, a hard pass. I got to take care of my stomach. Um, but my host will. That guy, I'm going to direct him to drink it. Um, uh, so we did that. But we did have it, you know, uh, in Jordan. We went to this place and this we bought, again, like they're intrigued by like Americans. They want to talk right. to us. And I mean, you know, they know our pop culture and they want to talk to us. Right. Um, and so like I was in with uh, our director of photography and he bought some chocolate for his wife. Like it was, you know, high in chocolate. And he's like, oh, let me just give you some coffee too. Like he just gives it. And it had cardamom in it, like yeah. raw yeah. cardamom in it. And so it was like. He pours it, and then it's like it's it, to me. It was like this is like a spiced tea yeah. with like stuff floating on it. So, yeah. uh, I didn't drink that other coffee. So coffee, I came back to good coffee. Okay, um, and so forth. <laughs> what um, about food? What did what did you did you have anything that you enjoyed eating? You, the, I really could picture the up on Mount Sinai, the chicken dinner over the coals. That sounds really cool. Yeah. But so ha- I, I have to say something that's funny. Of course, there are no ham 
more pig products. <laughs> right. And so you're not going to get a pork uh, the chop. First, the, no, there's no pork chop. So the first night we go to, it's a Syrian restaurant in Cairo. Okay. And and the, our fixer's like, do you, they have like gyros and he's like, sure. do you want chicken or meat? Mm-hmm. And I was like, meat? Like, is chicken not a meat? And what are you describing? What are you defining right. as meat? Right. Um, but so we had like a gyro there. And uh, then they had, again, it's like how many different ways can I prepare chicken or beef? Right. Um, and so they had chicken that they had marinated over like charcoal. And they had like just big charcoal grill inside this right. restaurant. Um, and it was amazing. Huh. Um, but then we, we ate um, one of the... And Wadi Rum, we stayed at this one place. And what they do is they've got like a three-tiered system. And on the bottom, they have rice. And on top, and then in the middle, they had lamb. And then on top, they had chicken. And then what okay. they did is they set it down on the ground. Like they got a hot pit, and they set this whole thing down on the ground, and they put hot coals on top. And so it cooked like that for like all day. And so oh, when they pull wow. it out, like all the drippings have fallen into the rice. <sighs> Oh my and goodness. so what they do is they put in a big thing. And so, it, I mean, you're just pulling off oh. lamb and chicken and this rice that it's like had the juices from it. That sounds good. Boo, <laughs> it did. Yeah, it was real good. That it was real good. good. That's yeah. Good. So that was, we had, we had some, uh, some, some really good meals and I also good. ate McDonald's in Jordan. So <laughs> were you glad to my, see it by that point? It's like. Uh, Give yeah, well, familiar. part of it was a joke because I got nicknamed Big Tasty by our drivers because I gave them <laughs> names. Um, and so they're like, and, but, but the thing was, it's like, they said, we have the best McDonald's. And I'm like, uh, come on, it's McDonald's. And they're like, no, we have the best McDonald's and we have these fantastic Big Tasties. So I'm like, well, we got to eat McDonald's while were we're they good? It was actually way better than any American McDonald and cleaner. Like it was very well, clean. Yeah. But again, I don't want to set the bar too high here, but it was very clean. And I got to say the big tasty was delicious. Okay. But there you again, go. this was towards the end of the trip and you're just like, I need some American grease. You know what I mean? Oh, goodness. So, well, anyway. Sounds like you had a great trip. I'm glad. We I'm glad a, you're back. We had a great and- trip. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and, I'm glad to be back in the bistro with you. Yeah, we should be back. Uh, we're going to be actually actually back, hopefully, the Lord willing, in person together next uh, next time. You should see us together. <laughs> we got some things. Brian's going to make this as awkward as possible. Hopefully, no, no, next it, time that I speak, <laughs> there we're here for. There might be together. I'm going to make it even more awkward in just a moment. So. So yeah, join oh us Lord. next week. What do we know what's going on? We don't know what's going on yet, but we're, we'll have something. We will talk be about good. something relating to theology, the Bible, or, or anything the pertaining life. to the Christian faith. Christian yeah, life. we got some. We have some upcoming um, uh, uh, interviews. We're we got guests. planning, and yeah, so we got some guests. We know everybody loves Stay them. Stay tuned. Keep sharing. Keep sharing because we're starting sharing. to get a few uh, few more listens and that kind of thing. It's really nice. So because sharing is caring. Yeah. So make and uh, also make, and also becoming a patron is caring. <laughs> yeah, do remember we have those things. If you go to our website, you can find uh, click uh, you can click a link to become a Patreon and uh, support the Bistro. And uh, we would greatly appreciate. Yeah, it. there's. So uh, you we hope little, you're all enjoying it, and we will. Yeah. Uh, so next we'll week, come next back th- for Big Tasty and Brian's Bible Bistro. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> amazing. All right, Brian. Talk to you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.